You're listening to the Crystal Clarity Podcast. Today's episode is about Jade and is a great episode for you. If you have wanted to know about Jade, if you have wanted to know some great times to get out your Jade or apply Jade, or why would you buy Jade, or why is Jade so special, especially in the East, Jade is seen as special. It is so highly valued and it is greatly respected. Jade has earned the respect of all of the other stones in the stone kingdom, and it has earned the respect of humanity. And it's said that we have to earn our place to learn Jade. We have to earn, we have to study for long enough. We have to earn our place to come up to that place where we get the transmission from Jade. Today's episode is all about respect, learning, cultivation, spiritual evolution, and order. And you know those times when you built something yourself, it wasn't given to you. And how good that feels, you know, that you created that yourself. That's the most beautiful side of earning. That is like the beauty of earning. And Jade has a lot to say about that. So let's dive into that in today's episode. Welcome to the Crystal Clarity Podcast. It's time to settle in once again with the stones. Together, we'll illuminate stones in healing and spiritual alchemy, and then go beyond, exploring land healing, earth grids, sacred sites, and all rocks in the wild. My name is Sarah Thomas. I'm a healer, educator, and an expert in the field of ancient stone medicine and future crystal technologies that heal and awaken. All right, let's relax into some crystal clarity. From the moment I said yes to this experience, I felt the alignment to other courageous people I would sit with, ones who were ready to share their truth and their magic and spiritually transform. Through the rituals in the training, I have faced the mirror and seen and accepted who I am and why I am here. Learning about the stones deepened my prayer and intention through this process. I have so much respect and esteem for the knowledge I have learned. That's Ameline, one of our certified stone medicine practitioners who went through the nine-week ceremonial arc of Temple of Stone. And that's a live online training where you and I sit together for nine weeks, actually, and move through a process together of cultivation, which we're going to talk about today. And we not only learn stone medicine and 27 different stones in full, according to Taoist texts and beyond, but we go through our own process of transformation. And it's that process of transformation and the rituals that we do that helps us to gain not only knowledge, but wisdom. And wisdom is what we really act from when we're healing and affecting change. We act from our own stories and we act from our own experiences. And that resonance of truth that we experience in our own life That's what we're able to kind of entrain other people to rise up to feel and to go through their own chain. Join me for Temple of Stone if you would like to go through a process of not only learning stone medicine, but having a beautiful evolution in who you are. Welcome to today's episode. As a metal person, if I had a constitutional factor, and that just means like, what would my sun sign be in astrology or what would my... Enneagram number B, a constitutional factor is what would my element be in Chinese medicine? And there's five elements. And I am a metal person. 
And that's why I'm wearing white today because white is connected to metal. And I'm excited to bring that energy into our conversation about jade today. And the place that I want, you'll see how the metal piece comes up and wraps through and you'll get a sense of what that means. And the place that I want to start as we get jade a little bit deeper under your belt, this is this stone is the most respected stone in China today. It's still written about in newspapers, headlines in newspapers, jade, jade talisman saved someone from a burning building or jade brought this business so much good luck. It's jade is almost like a dragon to them. It, it's a presence. It's the consciousness that their whole culture interacts with. And that's been going on for a long, long time. And jade is seen as the most evolved stone among stones, the most evolved. And I mean, spiritually evolved, the most spiritually evolved stone. And where I'd like to start with today to kind of remind you of all this and refresh you of all this about jade and when to use jade is to think about that feeling that you have when you have built something yourself. Have you ever built your own house? And do you know how different that is living in a house that you built yourself compared to buying one? It feels really different. Or have you ever earned your own money? Have you ever gotten to a place where you said, you know what, everything that I earned in my life, I've climbed up that ladder and I earned that. It feels really different than if you inherited money. It just feels different. Have you ever been like, I took this like 10-year training. I took this 10-year apprenticeship or I went to medical school for 10 years or I did this giant training in some kind of sport or athlete something that you really had to bring your intention to and you created it yourself. And that intention, creating it, building it with your own presence and awareness and attention is earning something. That's earning something. And we're going to talk about what it means to earn something. It's such a beautiful thing, really. How good do you feel when you created something and you earned something? You know what it feels like? It feels like you're sitting on something. I mean, to me, that's what it feels like, like I'm sitting on this foundation. I can look at some things in my life and be like, I really earned that. And I created that. And I feel like I'm sitting on this foundation. And I feel like it's something that no one could ever take away from me. Because in that process of earning something, what you're doing is you're actually cultivating virtues. And as you go through that process, you know, it's an alchemical process and you get worked, you get alchemically worked. So I'm thinking of this one wonderful patient that I had that she went through the process of building her own house. And it took several people I've been with went through the process of building their own house. And I've seen a lot about what that's like just to just witness somebody go through that process. And she ended up getting really sick in the middle of the process, like really, really, really sick. And she had to just keep going and slowly, slowly keep going. And she had these plans to have this done so much earlier. And there was times that she would just, she was such a hard worker. There was times that she would just lay in this unfinished house, just too sick to move. And the courage and the will and the patience that woman cultivated over that time is something that no one will ever be able to take away from her. And when she got to the end of that process and she was finally starting to heal through a giant ordeal and was sitting in her finished house, lighting fires in the fireplace that she built, I know that she had a sense that she was sitting on something that no one could ever take away from her. You often find this process of earning something is really connected to the cultivation of some virtue. 
you cultivate something and that's the piece that no one could ever take away from you. We feel really good when we do this. And, and the interesting thing about this is, is also how we gain respect. We gain respect from other people when we cultivate these virtues and we go through these processes and we earn something. It's these processes of cultivation that earn us respect from other people. And even more importantly, they earn us the respect of ourselves. It's how we gain respect. I think it's interesting, the things that really matter in life, the things that really make our life worth living, you can't buy them. No matter how much money you have, you can't buy health. And no matter how much money you have, you can't buy a sense of fitness or freedom in your body. And no matter how much money you buy, have, you can't buy happiness. You can't buy wanting to wake up in the morning and feeling good. And you can't buy love and you can't buy relationships and you can't buy trust and you can't buy respect. And I think that's just as ever fascinating to me that those things you have to cultivate. And there's something really beautiful and interesting about respect too that I want to say as, as we lead up to bringing Jade into the conversation. Respect and learning are directly correlative. Respect and learning. Respect and learning are correlated that you actually cannot learn from someone unless you respect them. It's, it's like one can't even exist without the other. You have to respect someone to a certain degree to learn from them. You cannot learn from someone if you don't respect them. Isn't that amazing? To have a teacher means that you have someone that you respect and to have a real teacher. And especially if you're learning something that's not just an A plus B equals C. But if you're learning something that actually changes who you are, if you're learning something that is about spiritual evolution, you really have to respect that person that you're learning from. You cannot learn from someone if you don't respect them. That's so interesting because it pulls cultivation together very closely on the side of the teacher and on the side of the student. And knowledge and wisdom were seen in ancient Taoist China, in Taoist thought and Confucianist thought, knowledge and wisdom were greatly, greatly respected. If somebody had true knowledge and wisdom, everybody saw that as, now this is something they cultivated. This is something they earned. They sat and studied for so long. They sat and meditated for year after year after year. Martial arts was very like this. Like if somebody got to a place where they had knowledge and wisdom and skill in martial arts, you knew that that person was on the mat so much and people really respected that. Knowledge and wisdom was something that was greatly respected because it wasn't something that was just like, boom, it just hit you. It was something that you really had to earn. You really had to cultivate for. When a teacher would pass down their knowledge to a student, when a teacher would say, you know, I've been doing this for 20, 30 years, or I've been apprenticing for 10 years, and I'm actually just going to give you what I've learned. I'm actually just going to give you what I've learned. That was seen as the greatest treasure and the most precious gift because it you had a sense of inheriting a whole foundation. Remember how I said that, you know, when we earn something ourselves, when we build something ourselves, when we cultivate something on our own, it feels like we're sitting on something that no one could ever take away from us. That's what it feels like to me. Like I'm just sitting on this pile of goodness, like it's a foundation. And in the moments when you would receive teachings from a teacher, knowledge or wisdom, you had the sense that you were inheriting this whole foundation. It was, oh my gosh, this is what you've studied this whole time. And you're just going to tell me, you're just going to gift me this. 
And then you would stand on their shoulders. And then the person that you taught would stand on your shoulders and everything kept evolving in that way. You didn't have to keep starting from zero over and over again. It was like the whole collective humanity was evolving through teaching and learning and knowledge and wisdom. And that key piece in there was respect. So cool. And there was an order to how this was done. If a teacher was, say, there was an 80-year-old teacher that was about to pass on and they had all of this wisdom that they hadn't shared yet because it wasn't time and now it was time to share everything. There was an order to where they would pass that down. It wasn't just, oh, just give it out to that 20-year-old over there that's just like goofing off. No, there was probably someone who was 77 years old that cultivated their whole lives and you passed it down in an order. That order was also just a way of respecting. It was a way of saying there is order is we talk about cleanliness as like godliness, right? People say that. They're talking about order. It's not just cleanliness. It's order is close to God. Order is close to the oneness because there's a way that everything that gets passed down in this order is a way of saying, I respect so much what is above me. And we're going to put this out and we're going to pass this on in as a reflection of the divine. And the divine itself is perfect order, is like a snowflake with perfect order. You can see that this passing down, all of this order, respect, lineages, knowledge, it's a reflection of the divine in its own metally way. This is all under the element of metal. When you look at a metal, like a perfect crystal, not earth, fire, air, no, metal. When you look at a metal crystal, there's perfection in that. There's order in the way that those faces come up and then it shines and it's like reflecting the order of the divine, like that perfect snowflake, those crystalline structures, there's order to that. It's like sacred geometry, there's order. This is all a very metally conversation. And people who are, I find that people who are true teachers really get this. They get it that there's an order. They really respect what they're learning. They don't even have to be told for a second to respect it. They realize that when they pass it down to their students, it's going to be something so precious that they're passing down cultivation, earning something, this is all really connected to jade. And why jade? Why jade? So jade is a stone that was once agate, and then agate spiritually evolved to become jasper. And then jasper spiritually evolved to become chalcedony. And then chalcedony spiritually evolved to become jade. That is the Taoist thought about this grouping of stones, that agate became jasper, jasper became chalcedony, and chalcedony became jade. Jade is a stone that's gone through millions and millions and millions of seasons, literally millions of seasons of cultivation, of spiritually refining itself, going through these consciousness shifts that were so great that it became another stone. And when it finally becomes jade, it is consciously evolved. It is consciously gone through that whole journey and cultivated, it has earned that seat. And now it is the most consciously evolved stone of all. And you know what's interesting about this is the name for jade. One of the names for jade has a image of a horse's brain, a horse's brain. Yes, you heard me right. A horse's brain or a horse's bone marrow, because brain and bone marrow point to the same thing in Taoist medicine. They point to the horse's essence. They point to the horse's true self. They point to the horse's like true essence. 
the true essence of the horse. It's like saying the true soul of the horse. The horse, why the horse? Why would Jade be the brain of a horse or the marrow of a horse? When the horse came to China and they realized that they could ride this horse extremely long distances and be gone for several days, they made it further than they had ever made it before. The horse took them to these great distances and this changed their reality. And it changed their consciousness so much that they became another consciousness to go out into the world like that, to see all of these different things, to see all of these different groups of people and villages and learn all of these different things. It changed their consciousness because the greater perspective you have, the higher your level of consciousness is. Those are also two things that are really completely connected. When the horse came along, the entire culture elevated to a new consciousness because they were able to see the world. They were able to finally go such great distances and see other places and learn new recipes and find new stones and find new herbs and meet new healers and learn how things were done and get new spices. And they had a shift in consciousness. This would be for us if something came here that was like a dragon or something that took us to other celestial realms and we got to meet all of these star people and star worlds and what are they doing on this planet? Oh my gosh, what are they doing on this planet? What are they doing in this galaxy? Our consciousness level would rise, significantly rise. We'd go to such a greater perspective. Our consciousness level would just shoot up. That's what the horse was like for them at that time. The horse represented, the brain or the marrow of the horse represented the true essence of the horse. And the true essence of the horse was this possibility of a raise in consciousness, this possibility of almost becoming a completely different society becoming a completely different human being. It's like becoming a new species. It's the evolution of consciousness. So that was one of the names for Jade, the marrow or brain of a horse, because it is the promise of an awakening. It is the promise of spiritual cultivation that lands you in a whole new state of consciousness. Jade earned that consciousness. Jade consciously evolved for millions and billions of seasons. It actually changed who it was. It transmuted. It was once agate, and then it was once jasper, and then it transmuted again to chalcedony, and it transmuted to jade. It has been on this long journey of cultivation. It is seen as the most highly cultivated stone through a journey that it earned that place. Jade is a stone that has earned the respect of other stones, it is a stone that has earned the respect of other beings in nature. It is a stone that has absolutely earned the respect of humanity. Humanity thinks jade is amazing, is highly valued. And when we are learning, we often say that we have to earn jade. So we have to get to place in our own spiritual cultivation where we get it, where our resonance gets high enough to get it, to understand jade, to get that transmission. We have to earn jade. And I think that's a beautiful, it's the most beautiful way that I could talk about cultivation because cultivation is warped in Western society and it's just like work hard, work hard, work hard, work yourself to death, work yourself to the bone. But the beauty that I'm talking about today is the beauty of earning something, of going through initiatory process and then becoming who you are is something that no one could ever take away from you. So it's, it's the beauty side of earning and respect and how we gain respect for ourselves when we go through those processes and we gain the respect of others and then we can teach and people can learn from us and we can evolve the entire society. 
This is the beautiful side of earning. And this episode is the yin to the yang of an episode on grace and lapis lazuli that you can look up. The episode on grace and lapis lazuli, they're great to listen to each other side by side. When you have somebody who is about to embark on a spiritual cultivation journey, maybe they are starting school to go to a big learning Maybe they're going into a ceremony. Maybe they're going to a ritual. They're going into something that's going to spiritually evolve them. You would give them jade. You would treat them with jade. You would put jade around them. You'd put jade into their rituals to help them go through that. Or in the middle of a process of cultivation, give them jade to keep them going. Or at the end of a great process of cultivation, of earning, you would give them jade to congratulate them or say, you did it, you made it. Sometimes students will give their teachers a piece of jade as a thank you. I would use jade if I knew somebody was spiritually evolving and and I knew that they were getting transformed down to their essence to the point where they were becoming a new person. They were transmuting at the level of the soul as a way to say, keep going. You're earning this. You're doing something that counts. You're doing something that matters right now. You're doing something that's changing you. And I respect that. And I see you and I acknowledge that. These are some times to work with Jade. What's interesting, the last thing I'll say is when we talk about Jade evolving in the earth and the way that it changed and the process that it went through to become who it is and the reflection that we see in this stone, the way that we see ourselves in it. When we talk about this, it's not just metaphors. It's not just us coming up with some funny story. It is a transmission that's happening. It's something that the earth itself is teaching us, is showing us through our relationship with the stone that she has given us. Thank you for that transmission, Jade. And I can feel the the support actually is what I feel right now. The support, like I've got you, that foundation underneath you for all the things that you're building and cultivating. I've got you and you can do it. And it's your purpose to spiritually evolve and it's your purpose to spiritually cultivate. And it can be a beautiful process to earn something. That is a little bit about Jade and cultivation. And I'll see you in the next episode. Thank you so much for joining me today. If you like today's episode, please like or subscribe. Oh, and leave me a comment. I'd love to know what you'd like to learn more about. To take the perfect stone medicine or crystal healing training for you, or to visit me at our super special crystal shop, go to upperclarity.com.